0: Today on our podcast episode, we want to be talking about routines, man. Trading routines specifically. But I feel like routines are so important outside of trading. Yeah? What you think?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Trading and routines, you know, we're creatures of habit and what have ha- where do habits come from? They come from our routines.
0: So before we dive into like, you know, best practices on trading routines i want to bring it back i want to bring it back to when like how does a routine develop you know for particularly in our personal experience right like we are we do things like you were saying we're creatures or habits we do things repeatedly not no, even recognizing that it's a routine right the way i brush my teeth the way i get up in the morning and all that on the other part like yes sometimes we carry bad habits but on, a, on another part with routines or habits those can change for the better you know so i want to bring it back i mean like where do you think the routines come uh start or where do we get them from you know where do you think like a lot of it a lot of our routines that we have now where does that come from is it just come around being a kid is it come around schooling friends definitely So as far as psychology
1: goes our brains the human brain is more susceptible to learning up to the age of seven and that's when like we, we're really just absorbing we're a sponge you know so if we learn how to brush our teeth properly from the ages one through seven then it's almost it's a lifelong habit it's a lifelong um, yeah and so i guess like what happens is you start off as a routine and that routine becomes a habit and that becomes your life you we just be, we're just a creature of a bunch of habits and like just before we get into this i want to recommend two great books is you know the power of habit and atomic habits Uh, i know atomic habits uh, steve clear i believe his name is james clear Uh, anyway they talk about they talk all about habits they talk all about um, healthy habits and then they also talk about unhealthy habits and so unhealthy habits come in the form of watching tv so if you're a kid and you know on weekends you know from 9 to 12 you would just spend hours watching TV that would affect you all the way through your adulthood if you don't purposefully change you know so i know i had that that was a bad habit for me but yeah as kids that's when we're most susceptible man what do you think
0: <laughs> yeah dude uh, what comes to mind was like i'm tr- i'm thinking of my bad habits when we're talking about habits and routines dude i'm like <sighs> okay let me see one of my you know i used to have this bad habit or i kind of do still biting my nails you know i bite them sometimes uh, annoyingly like j- it just happens dude and my wife only recently my wife points it out you're not know, in recent like maybe in the last year or so and she points out she's like stop biting your nails and she's like saying that as a like a mom like a mom you know and um when it comes to that like i keep repeating that habit Right, because it was just a routine for me. Like growing up, that was my bad habit, biting my nails. And at one point um, last year, I was biting my nails, and it it freaking cracked my tooth, dude. So I was like, oh, oh, no way. Wow. oh I'm like, okay, oh, well, I get strong nails. Eh? <laughs> but but that was that was a turning point. That was a turning point for me because it was brought to my attention that yes. Like, that's a bad habit. Bad habits have consequences, or it has like a cause and effect, right? You do one thing, something else happens, right? And it, it can be good. You have, there's good habits as well. So, when we're talking about this topic, right, and this that's not even freaking related, you know, um, biting nails, you know, I hear people having that, they do that too. And it's not an uncommon thing, but going back to the topic. Is just those forms of action that we do daily in our lives that will affect the future. If I was to just sum up habit and the way I view it, and if you want a good, successful life that where you're going to be expanding or multiplying or whatever, right? Whatever profession or career, or business you're going to be going into, you want to build good habits for that particular path. And which brings us to tonight's topic. Well, before we dive into that, Reed, what's a bad habit you have, (laughs) bruh? Other than watching TV,
1: you know? Biting my nails. Seriously, biting was so so key. And you made me think of so many things there. It's like, you know, for a habit to change, for us to change a habit, either, and this is going to tie beautifully into trading here, is, you know, something of consequence has to happen a form of repercussion there's a there's a result whether it's a bad result or a good result so in turn you continuously in your example did this habit until your tooth chipped but get like we've heard it from like our spouse you heard it from people like hey you're doing this oh it's that's probably not a healthy habit and so You know, I was I got got pointed out too. like Mary and I, we do it, you know, and I mean, it comes down to subconsciously. You're actually stressed. That's why our human physiology, we do that without knowing we're doing it. So but that's a different topic. And, uh, you know, they teach you how to overcome a a bad habit. And this is actually in trading books. Let's say you broke a plan or let's say you want to place a trade that is not fitting to your plan. You have a rubber band and you, you know, you take a I've tried this habit doesn't work for me, but you you slap your the rubber band on your wrist you know you have a rubber band on your wrist and every time you feel like you're breaking something you, you flick it so basically you're inflicting pain right and to to deter you from doing said habit bad habit so I mean um that's that's just something uh, going off of it that either you're gonna like for example in trading you're gonna blow your account if you don't fix your bad habits of greed and and fear or you're going or fomo or you're going to, you know, just, it's not going to be pretty. That's, I mean, that's the result, you know, <laughs> good habits lead to good things. Bad habits will lead to, um, worse things, I
0: would say. Mm. Worse so, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah we could go into trading. Yeah.
0: How does it affect us in trading? No, that's great. I mean, this is like not groundbreaking research, you know, it's been around. It's part of our human nature to have habits and routines. And, but it, it brings to light because when people dive into trading, per, in, per se, or, or investing, they have just such a tunnel vision, right? They want to take in something new that they've never done before. And they're mixing it in the pot of their habits and expecting it to come out in the way they want it, right? The recipe, it's like... You, you, you have the recipe to make adobo, <laughs> right? For the Filipinos out there making adobo and then you throw in some, I don't know, Hawaiian food or, or whatever, you know, Thai, Thai curry. It, it's not going to mix, yo. It's not going to mix. example. It is bad. Maybe. Okay. Maybe the food, the you know, you. no, me, you know what? <laughs> let me, let me retract my, you're trying to make adobo. But you're throwing spaghetti sauce in there, okay? It's not gonna work. There you go. Yes. The, uh, the outcome is to make a double. But you're you're adding this one ingredient, it, it's not gonna work. Okay, so okay, they're a better example. So um, going back to that, when you're approaching trading as a newbie or investing, you've never done it before, you've never made a trade, you never bought a single stock, or never put your money to work outside of a bank. It can turn out like it can go zero to hundred real quick, man, right? Um, you were mentioning you've known people who bought the recent highs in crypto. They, they were so scared leading up leading up all these years watching it make new highs, new highs, new highs then whatever happened in their lives they finally took the leap to go buy the highest high all-time high only for it to be dropping right now 40 50 percent that's gonna leave a scar on them, on their ment- mentality, Me- um, physically, they're going to be like, oh, screw investing. my mom was right. So-and-so was right. Re- investing is so risky. Never, never again, never again. And that, that yeah? comes
1: to the victim mentality, right? They, they don't want to take the blame. Mm. They want to blame the person who introduced them to the stock or trading overall. They're not going to say it was my actions that put myself into that situation you know and so like i think that's that's one thing you got to acknowledge your habits you got to acknowledge those decisions that you've made and people i think the habit of most um traders failed traders so the statistic common statistic is 90 percent of traders fail and i think what happened is they don't address their habit their bad habits from the gecko
0: oh yes yes let's talk about just that scenario right bob got some money sitting in cash and the newest hot thing on the street is crypto he finally takes a jab at it throws in about blindlessly i don't know maybe he was convinced from his friend whatever and he puts his money in crypto right and he, his his habits outside of trading or investing, maybe his his lifestyle is he's just frugal, getting by. He he's very he doesn't splurge as much, you know. And he, he's attached to his money. He like keeps every single he can. He tries to pin, pinch pennies at wherever he can, right? And so those are the habits he's building up with going into investing into this high volatile market. What kind of recipe does that add up to, you know? Never it maybe will
1: again, you
0: know. It, it might, might work like, out I mean, for it.
1: it may work out. Right, we it's at that point it's a 50/50% chance if you're not if you have no edge, right? You're you're just going off of pure hype at that time. You know?
0: so, <laughs> yeah. So let's take it. Bob. Let's take Bob, right? So that's what he did in 2021 he took a chunk he had 50 grand sitting in his savings and he took 30 grand 35 grand put it in whatever coin okay um and he continued his life he's working a nine to five right and then he's just watching the market every time he comes home from work he's like okay where is it at now where is it at without even spending any extra time you know i learning about the technology or improving his skill set learning about new different things and you know he he doesn't have any of that he's just hope hoping his his investment will go up in value and just with those actions guys we can say that there's a there's not a good chance he's going to be successful at it you know because all his actions or routines He's doing does not put him in the best position for managing his money in the best way. And so we want to bring up this topic of trading routines where, hey, if, if you're the Bob who wants to take more control of your money, um, here's the best what routines to implement, right? If you want to trade, if you want to uh, make a living or make X amount of money or whatever, if you want to long-term invest, you know, there are best practices or routines to increase your um, chances of making a profit in the markets consistently over and over everyone's gonna get lucky hit that one twice winner but how much do you keep in the end we want to talk about best practices leading up to trading and that that kind of sets the tone for your trading day let's let's just talk about bob who's learning about trading and he's Figuring, watching the markets, learning about it, reading all the books, investing in himself. What kind of routine do you think Bob has that he's going to be able to be successful? You know, starting out his morning.
1: You know, it's, it's very, sounds counterproductive, but the first thing you're going to do, Bob, is not look at the charts. Ironically. <laughs> like, you think that successful traders, you know, many, many successful, successful traders, that's not what they're doing. They're not looking at the charts as soon as they wake up. Like, a lot of the people... We do like not people we know but just uh our generation the generation coming up the new investors first thing they're doing they're checking the charts they're even checking it in the middle of the night you know they're checking their their positions so one that's they're throwing that habit out successful traders are throwing that that habit of checking constantly checking the charts out so you're waking up you're drinking water you're hydrating why because You want that brain to flow with, you want the fluids to flow through your body. You're lubricating your whole body. And and then that gives that, allows nutrients to flow a lot smoother into our brain, our thinking brain. And then from there, you know, you want to slowly wake up, slowly ease yourself into the charts if you have time. Um, I like to, for me, I would recommend Bob to get the blood going, whether that's just a 15, 10 to 15 minute walk or a full on workout. You know, you just want to get that, the blood going, circulating through your entire breathing exercises. You don't even have to get up off of the bed. You could just do breathing exercises and then a solid breathing exercise routine. I'm not talking just like breathing one, two. I'm like, like deep in. Wim Hof, Wim (laughs) Hof. Yeah, literally, that's who I was thinking of is Wim Hof breathing um, or Laird Hamilton, professional surfer. He t- also teaches breathing techniques. Once you get that breathing techniques in, you know, that also circulates your entire system of the human physiology. So just, you know, starting the day with movement. That's it. That's, yeah. you know, hydration and movement. That's like probably the biggest keys, you know, even for anyone, not just traders. It's just getting your mind right in that physiological way. To adapt and then start looking the charts you're not going to place it and then when you start looking at charts you're not going to place a trade right away you know that's what i think what do you think glenn what are what are some good routine morning routines just morning routines
0: yeah no coming into this right while you were, were just um explaining some of the best routines it kind of brought me made me reflect on my own morning routine like growing up i i would just See what my parents would do. Um, they weren't the type to get up early in the morning, exercise. Uh, my mom would always be up in the morning, having her tea, making breakfast for me and my siblings. You know, and then my dad, he'd get up, um, have a little bit of breakfast. He wasn't a big coffee drinker, and then it was like you'll just hang out for a little bit and then go to work you know and so growing up we didn't have all that i didn't have or i didn't have uh access or i didn't even know these things existed right until i started learning about trading until i started learning about entrepreneurship and business that taking care of the your body yourself first like what Reed was saying, drinking water, breathing, getting the body moving, body flowing, will set you up for a better day or more optimized day um, throughout. Because once the day gets going, it's gonna just keep going. You know, you can't pause time, and be like, "Yo, I'm not ready for this yet, man. I'm not ready. Stop market. Don't don't do anything. Um, get the body moving. Take care of yourself first. So that's number one. I've learned throughout my journey. That would be number one. And of course, that comes with taking care of your family, your obligations, or you know, if you're you have that position and that role in your family or household, you gotta go and sit set that up too. What does that look like? Right? And then you want to after you're you're all worked out, you're all like, Yeah, I'm already you hit your personal best in your uh, uh, in the gym, dude um you just keep going then 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 you you can go ahead and start approaching the markets maybe when you're when you're sound you have a clear mind right you got some food in your belly coffee whatever then you want to start approaching the markets now there are those people who do have different trading schedules where they don't even need to be at the charts early in the morning right Like for me, example, swing trade, trend follower. I'm holding positions overnight. I don't need to wake up on the New York Open, 3.30 Hawaii Standard Time to take advantage of the market. So for me, it's not as crucial to be having a strict 3.30 a.m. schedule and going off of that, you know? So I guess what I'm trying to say, the goal is to... Create your routine based on your lifestyle. What's important to you? Of course, health, and well, health is up there. Take care of yourself first. You cannot take care of the market before your portfolio if you can't take care of yourself.
1: Oh, that's solid. That is solid advice. Basically, for me, a lot of you know, when I know when I first started trading, man, I made trading fit my life. I would be like, life has to go on pause. And I need to place this trade. I need to look at the charts. I need—I use that word. I need. I need. I. I need to do this, right? No, it's really. I wanted to, and like it's not necessary. Like Glenn said, it's not necessary to be looking at the charts that often, right? It's and it's because I mean it depends on your lifestyle. So if you you have your mornings off, then maybe yeah, you want to look at the charts all morning and you want to trade. But if you know. Let's say you only have two hours of your entire day because, you know, you got family, you got to take your kids to practice, you got to take them to school, you got to go to work, then after work, you got to take your pick your kids up, you got to go get dinner and then at the end of the night, you know, only eight o'clock at night, you have this one hour of opportunity, if that one hour of opportunity is your trading window then that's that's when you trade you know don't be like hey you know what i'm not gonna pick you up from school i'm gonna get you an uber so i could look at the charts son <laughs> like that's not that's it that i would ha- i'm not gonna tell anyone to live how to live but it's just you know be smart and like make proper decisions like how do you think that would affect your child and your child psychology or like just your friends or family you know you- How do you think it affects them psychologically? And then in turn, uh, you know, knock on wood, like all things go against you. How do you think that would affect you psychologically as well? Like, you know, okay. Because when there's down times in the market, you know, I'm thankful. I got Glenn. We talk it out. You know, we we listen to each other and support each other. And having that circle of people that's, that's around you. Um, helps you psychologically, and so you want to have that in mind. You want to keep yourself first, and I think you know having that circle around you comes next, because we're we're talking about healthy routines, and that comes <laughs> from a healthy mind, you know. And that's ha- having that circle helps cultivate that healthy mind.
0: Yes. So let's let's switch it up a little bit. Let's say Bob does have only two hours out of the day to trade. 8 p.m. is when he can actually um, look at the charts intentionally, right? And make some analyzing decisions from there, right? What would be a best practice at that time? If you have that kind of schedule, if you have that lifestyle where you are still uh, taking care of the household, have a lot of responsibilities, uh, working your career, because you can, you can trade and work your full-time career. It, it's possible. It's totally possible. So, what would you recommend? Best practices or routines for Bob, who from eight to nine, he wants to put in. He's able to trade. He's able to trade. Like, should he be?
1: You started off. Oh. Uh, the word intentional, man. Boom. You, you hit it. You hit it so on point intentional so that like let's say you only have an hour what if you spend that hour just going over your journal you know or some trading maybe it's only researching one specific stock it it doesn't matter what you do it's the intentional behind it so because you're going to get more out of that hour than some people get out in four hours to eight hours because they, they could have the tv running they could have a podcast running they and the charts is running they could have entertainment running news running are they really intentional they they may say yes but it's absolutely false they they are not fully uh, intentional and i think that's really bob that's what it comes down to is if you're intentional that that's the key and then from there everything will flow it's okay so it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what you do with the charts or in the charts or in the market as long as you're intentional about your decisions and your choices and your actions and what you're doing, then. solid that's good for you but bob if you want to be a trader if you want to be an investor you got to make that one hour of time that is your new routine from eight to nine my routine is trading boom eight to nine my babe sorry i need this one hour son daughter family or what you know maybe your son and daughter or kids they go to sleep at 10 okay i gotta make that hour between 11 or i gotta make it hour when they're in the shower you know you need to communicate that and when you communicate that sternly and confidently to your family members, they're, they're going to, you know, let provide that support. I feel like, if, and I don't know, it's, it's rough to say like everyone's family is different. Right. But there's going to be a point where people are going to realize like, yo, that Bobby, you really want to trade, man. <laughs> you like, you really want to do this. So I'm going to give you this hour. And so, you know, if, that's what that's what I think. What? How about you, man? What would you recommend Bob do in this hour?
0: Yeah, no, that's super good. Like you brought up a good point. I mean, using that word, it starts with intention, right? Letting your family, your certain mini, your close circle know that, hey, look, I want to be I want to get good at this. This is a new venture. I want to learn. Um, I'm investing in myself. I'm taking action. So I need to move my schedule around and I need a solid free hour or whatever that may be so that you can make your time and you can make progress on where you want to go, you know? Um, but on top of that say your your trading block or your availability is 8 to 9 after dinner, right? You cannot go in looking at your journal drunk or high or under the influence you know what i mean you yeah, cannot
1: that's a very yeah absolutely you gotta, my, right. You you gotta be right you can't be distracted you
0: can't be watching the super bowl or whatever game is happening at the time or whatever sports event or latest news whatever you cannot because you need to be present you want to be intentional with making use of that time so try the you have to have try to have a clear mind right you have to be focused you have to be intentional and you just got to do it and there're going to be times nights or days where you feel like you're hitting you're not really making any progress but when you have sound good foundational ways to approach it with your intentionality those incremental steps are gonna lead to a bigger thing. You are gonna establish your trading your edge. You are gonna learn how to risk manage better. You're gonna learn how when and when where to not press on the gas during these times, high volatile times or you know what I mean? So we're we're trying to implement best practices, routines, the small. This is what they call putting in the work, the grit grinding it out burning yep. the midnight oil guys guys and gals right yeah i saw and... a really amazing quote too like speaking of that
1: it, it's like what you do five to nine after your work day after your busy schedule and what you do on the weekends shows where your true true um passions are so if trading is your passion you're gonna make that time you know you're going to make that time let's say let's say all week you don't have it you're so exhausted you can't your eyes are sh- like red and tired you can't look at the charts man like you're going to make that time at least on the weekends that's for sure so I, you hit it man like you're going to make that time and in t- intention it's process over profits is something that comes to mind Ooh. you want to focus on the process and then the profits will come
0: that's another thing right like you, when you're making strides to your charts or or looking at the trading market like yes you can't be drunk you can't be high you can't be under influence you also can't be tired man yeah you can't be falling asleep if you press that wrong button you if you instead of trading one lot you put 10 lot that's that's bust
1: Or press buy instead of sell or vice versa. Yes, yes.
0: You know, I'm speaking from experience. That has happened, yo. Same here. Same here. I've woken up and I'm like, why? Or I look at TradingView,
1: which is, you know, the tool that we use or I use to look at the charts. I'm like, I'll put a fake position. Okay, short this market. I see it dropping. I then check my broker and oh my goodness, I pressed buy instead of sell. And, you know, like it it comes down to not being intentional. It's not being aware right there. It's being distracted.
0: (laughs) Yes. So, so Bob on his journey, right? He's, he's making the time. He's being intentional. He, he makes some trades. What kind of practices can he look forward to even after he closes out some trades? Is there things to look out for or does he just simply move on to the next trade? He, he made a profit here and on X, Y, Z stock or pair or coin, you know, is it, or, and he even suffered a loss, you know, does he just start continue on to trade? Is there things that he should do in between entering the market? Oh, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah I, would, I would say like, well, take the loss, move on, take mm. the win, move on, but also, what are you what are you going to do? Is there routines to do after? Absolutely. It's journaling. You know, like it just it all comes down the way you're going to see results is intentional journaling. And that that means you're you're describing what you your thought process was going into the trade and then what your thought process is now that the trade is closed. What did you do? What actions did you take while the trade was live? And that just having that repetitive action and that routine of journaling your trades, that in itself is, you know, that's a whole nother topic. We could talk about journaling in an entire different podcast on how critical that is. But I think like after a trade, you should journal it for sure. At at the minimum, take a screenshot and, and then move on. If it hurts, like you don't need, if it's such a bad loss, even though you followed your plan and like you, you it just didn't work out. Just take the, the screenshot and move on, you know. That's it. Like you just you have to move on and then come back and journal it. But in the end, after the trade is closed, come back and journal it. That's that's what I'd recommend, Bob. How about you, Glenn? What would you tell? Yeah. Good My, old
0: Bob here. When I'm when your boy isn't me in a in a losing, getting I getting uppercutted and left kick in the throat from the market, right? Super. Sup, suh, combo. Um, My goal to, I've learned this over time, right? Of course, you want to look at the journal. You want to reflect on the previous trades you have been making and reassessing yourself. And during being in the market, you know, things aren't going your way. You're making decisions. You can get lost. You can veer off the tracks, as you would say. You can veer off the tracks, go way left what i need what i do was after my positions are closed okay where i'm not currently worrying about any open positions my plate is somewhat white my goal is to reset myself reset my emotions reset my mindset bring me back to a calm neutral state emotionally where and and not being fearful of pulling the trigger when the opportunity does come up again you know so whatever for me like some things i do is i'll take a break i'll close the charts i'll enjoy a weekend i'll go do something else we have you know my wife and i have businesses so we we go work on the business you know we got this we're i'm building up trading content re Take times away from the charts, even you know what. And another thing too, go go shopping, dude. Go spend some money. <laughs> it's counterintuitive, no, you, you know. It's counterintuitive. Like, dude, I I just lost some percentage in my portfolio, right? But when you're changing your environment, not staring at the screen, you're stepping away, doing keeping your mind occupied elsewhere, doing different things. You start to forget well not so much forget but that feeling that losing feeling goes away that feeling bad feeling defeated goes away and then I start to have the urge to get back in the markets and that's when I know personally I'm like yo okay I think I'm ready let's go let's go right and that's kind of like my route my best practice routine for when I'm dealing in rough waters choppy markets getting whipped out left and right having getting kicked in the butt so my goal is to just get back to my optimum self mentally you know they call it building up your mental capital and and get as present as possible
1: you know You remind me of, I think it was Einstein. He said this, it was (laughs) Einstein has all these quotes, right? Mm -hmm. No, um, maybe it wasn't him, but he says something along the lines of the problems you create now can't be solved with the same mindset that you, that created it. So when you're, when you say like, you know, go out, spend money or go out, clear the mind, reset, and you come back, you're with a, a, a different mindset. You're not in that like sinking loss feeling. You're at a refresh, like, okay, I lost it. Guess what? now I could go back. I could journal. I could see where I went wrong, what I can improve on. And I think that's very key right there. You know, you're, you're coming back with a, just a, a new, it's a new you,
0: that's what it is. <laughs> and here's a little, yeah, new mindset. here's a little hack. If you're losing, if you're down 10%, go tell somebody, you know, go tell, go on social media, yo guys, Ooh. I'm down 10%. Good challenge. <laughs> that's a hack. You know why? You're gonna accept that real quick. When you put it out there like that, you come to acceptance with the 10% loss. And that's why a community that's... is strong, it's it's important, or someone having someone in your corner, you can share that. If you're bearing that 10% loss and you're just holding that weight, mm, that's gonna multiply, man. So that's a man,
1: master hacker. Yeah. You know, like you gotta overcome that fear. You gotta, and that creates, you know, I think that is actually, man, to, to come off of that. Like that goes into fear and confidence and how that affects your trading. When you're fearful of talking about the decisions you made, you're not you're not coming to that ownership. And when you come to that owner, only when you come to that ownership is when there's growth. And when you're constantly hiding behind, like, oh I'm not, I'm not. I'm down. That's all. You're like, okay, well, how much are you down? Why are you down? You know, you're not asking those important questions. You're not asking the hard questions. You're not going to see change in in your trading. So that's just, I like that, dude. I really like that. That's (laughs) brave. That takes some brave.
0: So so coming out of losing season, um, it's a challenge, but it can be done, guys. It can be done but that's not where the trading challenges stop it just doesn't happen while losing it also happens when winning dude when winning you know when you're up read like do you when you're you just have a solid month crushed it what goes through your mind like what comes what kind of habits come out when you're like you close the books on that month you're like dude january <laughs> i killed it yo like like do you have a a root uh trading routine that comes to mind when you do that a habit a habit
1: i mean my habits have changed too much healthier but i will tell you about my bad habits so like you know i would go around i would tell the wife first like babe we made this much percentage babe you know what this percentage with a with a five hundred thousand dollar account gonna get us (laughs) babe i'm telling you Thing. this is just the start like you know like i'm telling you my mind went to like lambos it went to ha- houses like jet skis like you know it's it's we laugh I, we could laugh about it now but like that was seriously where my mind was at you know and and uh that's not a place where you want to be at you know it's good to kind of like envision a, a positive future for yourself but when that there that's ego right it's ego creeping in and again ego is another whole topic that we could discuss that i would love to get into with you um or share about it in a podcast but the fact that like so like now so now if if i if it's a good positive month i'll just journal it <laughs> and then okay now i'm preparing can't you know now i begin to ask that question like okay now I need to make sure that I hold these profits. I need to make sure that I don't go gung-ho and just constantly be throwing, oh, I'm up 5%. I could, you know, risk 2% on this trade. You know, like, that's the, the what, um, it always creeps into my mind that, like, I so I, I reel that thought back. I separate that thought, acknowledge it and be like, okay, you know, pull yourself back. You're not God. You know, you're not this almighty trader like you need to humble yourself because you could lose it all right so just that's where I, like now that i've come to like okay I've had, a, I've had a good month let's just keep it going re log it and same thing reset the mind i like it like you said glenn like just journal and reset it so like how about you man let's let's <laughs> talk about a lot like losses and a lost month and a win month what would you tell bob here
0: okay oh, yeah. so that that's good. I wanna let's reel it back to like coming out of a losing streak, right? You say you Bob's on a losing streak, kicking himself. He's like, but he he's struggling because I'm following all my rules, you know. I'm following my entries and exits to the T, but I'm losing still. I'm not profitable. Well, you know what, Bob? They say the the more you, I mean the amount of losers when you have more losers that means the winner is right around the corner right and that's what you're going to need to be around in order for you to ride that winner so vice versa with winning if you're on a winning streak and you're just absolutely killing it just know that some lose there are going to be losers coming around there's going to be a time where those profits go bye bye right yeah And, you know, you have to have the discipline because that happened to me, right? The eagle grows and you think you're invincible during winning times. But you have to reset yourself back and be like, okay, look, I know losses are going to come. Let's be prepared for it. Let's make sure I don't give it all back. I don't bleed out, right? Because I've gone through that. We've both gone through that. We're like yeah you know I'm up 20% you know yeah I can lose that sure enough you gave back almost all of it and then some so getting yourself back um, I like to think about approaching after winning streak or winning season um, I go back to not focusing on how much percent I'm up right I go back to okay here's my portfolio size now let me just stick to my current um, prerequisite or curriculum I mean boundaries or, or parameters my trading parameters my edge my system let me stick to that what does it tell me That numbers should be bigger you should be trading proportionate to your account right if you're used to trading 0.5 lot and then you've, you know, doubled your money or whatever. That 0.5 should raise in in accordance to your total size of your account. You know, because if you're trying to, your goal is to grow the account and compound it. You can It's gonna take way longer if you just stick to um, 0.5 lot all the time. You're trading a six-figure account, bigger account, and then you're just doing that. You know the growth isn't gonna come, and then you're gonna start get second guessing yourself, right? And so for me, like personally too, like 2020 was a good year for me. Um, I was able to take advantage of the drop. I was up, uh, over 100 percent in March, I think. But the following month, when the market got was crazy choppy, I gave back, I think 30 percent. You know. But I knew. My my end goal for was like, okay, I'm up for the year. I'm looking at the year, not just one month. Let me stay profitable for the whole year. Let me manage my risk. Thirty percent was a higher than normal allowed um allotted drop in in equity for me. That was a little bit of the ego gung ho letting loose, right? I could have like a bit. It. I could have minimized. I got greedy, right? That's it. It happens. Yeah. It happens. You get greedy, right? So, that was a lesson, and I was still able to finish out the year positive. And it kind of fortified that what I was doing was right, but I can do it better.
1: I like that. Like you, you didn't just take that win and like walk away. You were like, okay, I I got this win, but guess what? I could I had my my losses too. So you're looking for growth there. You know, you're looking for how can I improve this this win? And I think that that's what makes a great trader, Glenn.
0: <laughs> that's what makes a great trader. Dude. A big word, bro. It's a big word for me. <laughs> <laughs> so going back, going back to you know, it's it's a it's a lot of it with your psychological emotional roller coaster. You're going to have winning streaks. You're going to have losing streaks. For me too. Another thing too. When it comes to habits. Was. Resetting. Bringing my perspective to being. In a right place. When. It felt more worse for me. Losing my profits. Than it did my original capital. You know. And so I had to zoom out. Instead of. Winning hundred up hundred percent in one month, and then giving um, losing thirty percent of that. I was focusing on the thirty percent, and that that hit me more harder than you know originally. So switch the perspective. You wanna get out of that uh, mindset, that tunnel vision. I don't know what you call it. You know, I was focusing on the wrong thing, and. Because of that, when you focus on the wrong thing, it just snowballs, right? You, you just don't even take trades. You're like, oh no, no, I shouldn't. You know what, I already lost this much of my profit, right? I'm not supposed to lose profit. <laughs> yeah. So you wanna, you wanna get your perspective right, right? And then you wanna, like going back to our habits, right? If you're in a win, you had a big win and then you started losing a lot, more than you're usually used to you have to fit what is that habit or routine best practice that you need to implement at that time to stop the bleeding
1: it's good i like uh how you said go back to neutral you know after a winning month let's say you made you know you have a $100,000 account you made um say you made $50,000 account i mean you made $50,000 profit so now you're sitting at a $150,000 um account you know, you're not looking at a $50,000 gain. You're looking at, okay, I'm at zero. I'm at zero now. Now I need to gain percentage this month. And like that, that's how I think that's how we need to, that's a good piece of advice is like resetting to neutral Mm -hmm. as far as that goes. Not like, oh, I'm up this much or I'm down this much. Even, and this goes vice versa. If you're, if you lost 30% in one month or yeah, you you lost 30% in one month, It's good to go back to neutral. Okay, this month I'm at zero. It's not that you're down thirty percent. I mean you may be on the count size, but like this is my new baseline. This is my new neutral. Now I'm at zero percent. Now I need to make money, you know, or make percentage. Mm -hmm. So yeah. That
0: I like that. Yeah, going back to neutral. Yeah. So kind of just rounding out this whole entire conversation that we're having on trading routines. You know, there's a few things that just stick out, right? You got to be intentional. You want to set yourself up with success. Whatever routine. We're not saying um, you have to work out for 30 minutes every day. You know, you want to start start your morning, start your day with taking care of yourself first. You want to take care of yourself first. You want to... Be intentional with the time you're going to trade, whatever your lifestyle is, whether it be one hour in the morning, one hour in the midday, or whatever, at the end of the night. you. Everyone has obligations. We have family to take care of. We're holding down the household. We have other things that's going on. Life happens, right? So you want to be intentional with your time, and then when it comes to after the trade, you want to be able to journal reflect reassess clear the mind right winning or losing you know i'll let i'll let you take off the the rest and uh, tie it up read yeah yeah so we talked
1: about um taking it off after the trade so after the trade if you're dealing with losses you know step away from the screen just take a moment go shopping like glenn said you know just go be in nature you know that's a really big key in a lot of um traders they like to go just to the park you know or in just be in nature in hawaii we're thankful. luckily we got the beach you know go hit the beach man even if it's just standing in the sand you don't have to get in just stand in the sand um after so that's after losses after wins you know stay humble stay humble during the wins don't focus on how much you are up or how much uh what you're gonna do with all your wins you know if it's and here's a side topic if it's not in your bank account and it's just in your trading portfolio don't even consider it in your bank account and how you're gonna spend that money okay Uh, (laughs) side rant end and then just overall you know at the end of every trading session after every single day after every single month and every single year excuse me year you want to go back to neutral and by neutral, we mean both just, we restated this a lot, clear the mind, go back to reset mentality, be clear, be intentional and, uh, and it repeat, you know, go back to neutral. And then it it just repeats everything. Take care of yourself. set the time aside. Like, so it'll just continuously be repetitive.
0: Yes. Yes. And another thing, and i mean just one more we we'll give a bonus guys Another, like the best practice to have as well is always be learning lifetime learner
1: yeah i like that that's super important there yeah like you're yeah you're going to find new routines that work for you you don't always stick to the same things over and over try to try to mix it up a little bit and that, I think that's, you know, trying new things is also part of the learning experience of being trading. Oh, man, tie it off at the end. I saw this really amazing tweet uh, by some trader. And he said, you know, most people live one life. And he said, traders live five to 10 lives <laughs> because we're always learning and we're always adapting. We're always growing as a human, like as a human being on this planet experiencing fear greed in the markets and then we we see that in real life it we handle situations a lot differently so like having these habits and being open to change just being open-minded is going to make you just not only a great trader but it's going to make you a great human being too that's that's my
0: last end note oh thanks for sharing that bro and on that note that's a good way to just end this conversation this podcast episode guys hope you guys enjoyed us sharing our best trading routines and practices that you can apply today to you know hopefully you guys can re re re-listen to this take some notes we dropped a lot of cool cool stuff here and knowledge and experience um, and continue this conversation with us you know go to HawaiiTrading.com, HawaiiTradingAcademy.com, and hit us on the contact if you haven't gotten into our private network yet you want to continue this conversation send us a message there and we'll see you see you guys soon
1: thanks for listening off